In my opinion, um, Greg Glassman needs to divest 100% of his ownership in order for this thing to be fixed. Otherwise, what we're doing is we're representing. So let's say he goes down to 20%. And let's just say the affiliates buy it. Well, he has 20%, and then each affiliate has one 15th thousandth of it. He's still the majority owner. Even if you get a couple parties involved, 20% adds up pretty quickly. You, if you have four other partners, those all add up to 20%, he's still in control. Even re regardless of the control and the ownership of all that stuff, it's what Greg Glassman now represents in the public eye. That needs to be removed from what CrossFit represents because it's not what CrossFit represents. We are here because we know the outcomes in our lives are within our control. That taking absolute ownership of how we eat, sleep, train, think, and connect with each other is how we'll optimize our health and happiness. That chasing excellence Five, is how we grab hold four, of what is three, possible. Our mission one, is to live go. on the run, always chasing, never stopping. Hello, you chasers of excellence. Patrick here. This week uh, for the show, we're going to repurpose a Instagram Live that Ben did on Friday afternoon. There's obviously so much going on in the world, so much going on within our own little world of CrossFit. Um, I thought this, this would be the best way to get uh, some of your questions answered. Obviously, a lot of folks are wondering what Ben thinks about um, affiliation or non-affiliation and the games and the future of his involvement in CrossFit. And, and he answered some of those questions, at least um, on Friday afternoon, questions um, from Instagram, questions from comp trainers. And so that's what we've got this week. I hope everybody's staying well. I hope everybody's staying sane. We'll see you guys next week. A couple things to start off. Earlier this week, uh, I hosted an affiliate town hall that um, wasn't what I was hoping it was going to be. It was, um, the idea was to create some stability, to create some, um, um, some greater understanding of what's happening in the CrossFit space. There was so much coming down the pipeline so quickly that um, we were actually advised um, to really kind of cut it short and we kind of acquiesced to those, those requests. I realized how much I let you guys down. So I'm so excited to be in front of you guys right now to helpfully do what I can to, 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 to create some stability, clearing up some confusion, and there's so much going on. The first thing I think we need to do is, is just take a breath, right? To slow things down and realize that as a community, we're gonna get through this thing together. Yeah, there's things that are coming up every single day, and this is a, a, a volatile, constantly changing, situation, but what we need to do is rely on what we do as comp trained and CrossFit athletes, which is um, expect the unexpected uh, and adapt and try to get through this thing together as a group. So um, let me start off by saying, before we get to the questions, and Evan has a few of them, let me start off by saying um, I'm heartbroken. I I'm, I'm heartbroken by what happened in the last few weeks in America, I'm heartbroken by what's happening inside the CrossFit community right now. Um, this is not the country and not the, the community. I, I shouldn't say the community. It's not represented at the top the way I thought it was. Um, for getting everyone up to speed, I have chosen to um, pursue disaffiliation with CrossFit because the ideals, the morals that they represent do not follow with the values that I hold true to who I am. Hopefully we can get into some of that stuff right now. To kind of bring that to light, when I first found CrossFit, when I was, um, well, it was about 2005. I was a strength and conditioning coach at the time. 
And when I found it, I fell in love. I found it, fell in love with the methodology, fell in love with the results, fell in love with the 2159s, the AMRAPs, the thrusters, and the pull-ups, just like everyone else did. But what happened really quickly is, oh, sorry, if you, if you hear what's going on, it's um, Katrin preparing for Rogue in the background. So, <laughs> a lot going on. Um, what, what really quickly shifted from this kind of the results-based, um, what shifted from this idea of the methodology and the idea of constantly varied function movements formed at relatively at high intensity, was that for these brief moments in time, when you're going through the round of 15 of Fran, nothing, the clutter goes away. It doesn't matter. All the, all the baggage that we brought from our upbringing, all the noise of the politics, none of that matters. And what said what happens is the people around you, you are so passionately supporting each other. And that's what I really fell in love with, was the passionate support that people brought to each other, regardless regardless of socioeconomic, regardless of race, religion, sex, religion, it didn't, none of it mattered because we fell in love with the effort. And people were judged on one thing and one thing only, and that was the character that they brought to the gym. Everyone knows when people are pouring their hearts out into a workout what that looks like. And when they do it, we celebrate it because we've been through that ourselves. And to me, that's the purest form of what it means to be a human being. And that's what I fell in love with. Unfortunately, what's come to light over the last few weeks is that those ideals are not espoused through the entirety of the organization. And what I've realized is I can't stand for anything less than that. So I want to share my heart. I want to share my vulnerability. I want to create a common ground for us to have a conversation, to create hopefully a mechanism to, so we can move forward through this. I don't have the answers. I'm gonna tell you that right now. I can't tell you whether to disaffiliate or not. That's a really hard decision. Anyone else is gonna to have to come up on their own. What I'm gonna do is try to listen, and hopefully this is step one through this conversation, listen to what you guys are concerned with, listen to your suggestions, listen to the resources you can point me to, so we can try to together create a mechanism for us to be able to heal this community because we stand for so much and we deserve to stay together through this thing. So I'm gonna pass off to Evan, who's gone through and scraped through some of the questions that you guys asked beforehand. From there, let's um, please guys ask questions. Um, the hard questions are okay, I'm, I'm fine with that. So um, please continue to, to create the dialogue. But, Evan, what do we got? What's question number one rolling in? Um, one of the first questions that we got was, what is next for affiliates? Okay, what is next for affiliates? Um, I don't have the answer for that. I can say that the, the, the big thing that's pressing people on people's minds is should I affiliate or disaff should I stay affiliated or disaffiliate? And to me, that's a, that's a question of um, A, your own values and how they line up with the greater organization. I recognize the challenge because we all fell in love with the methodology and we all fell in love with the community. What we did not fall in love with, which is what Greg Glassman is now showing what 
CrossFit seemingly represents. That's not what we stand for. So it's a hard decision for each of us to try to figure out where is that line in terms of the methodology, which by the way, when I disaffiliate, I'm still gonna do thrusters and pull-ups, I'm still gonna do AMRAPs, I'm still gonna do constantly varied function moves 400 relatively high intensity. I'm still gonna create a community. Those things don't leave whatsoever. Now, what hurts me is the fact that my members go, well, if I'm not a CrossFitter, what am I? That's a really hard conversation. I think that we are lucky enough in a, in a very unique position with maybe just a, a few dozen other affiliates that have been around for 10 years that we can say we're CFNEers. We work out at CFNE and that's what we do. But I realize the struggle of the, the new entrepreneur, the business owner that gave up their career to start this thing. And they're just getting their feet wet and getting off the ground and their identity was CrossFit. I don't have the answer for that. And that's what I wanna do is start to create the conversations so we can lend a hand to those guys because they're the ones that need this thing the most. They're the ones that are relying on the, the SEO search engine to be able to figure out, to get the next drop in, to get the next member because they haven't created the, the tribe yet. That's, that's a hard situation and I empathize with it massively. So hopefully we can continue this conversation and lend the helping hand and figure out what the struggles are. But for right now, the next is for each of us to decide individually. So a question that comes up from that is, um, do you think it is worth renewing the L1 if you are not going to offer CrossFit classes um, and anything else for CrossFit L1, L2 coaches? Yeah, so the question, I'm not sure if um, this feed is getting the same questions that you guys can hear, but um, the question is, is it worth renewing your L1? Um, if, you're, if it's expiring right now, I would say yes, because without it, you don't have a credential to coach with insurance. If, um, if it's expiring in a year from now, you have the luxury of waiting and seeing how this thing turns out. Could this thing turn around? It could, and I hope to God it does. I hope to God we all have CrossFit in our names again, um, but for right now, the, the, um, there's a lot of unknowns, so what I would do is create, personally, this is what I would do, is I would renew because it gives you the, the ability to continue to coach underneath your current insurance program. Is there anything CrossFit can do that would prompt you to reinstate affiliation? And is the door still open to really reaffiliate later on? Uh, so the question is, is there anything CrossFit can do to um, prompt me to reaffiliate? Um, and the answer is yes. Um, and the answer, unfortunately, is um, the 100% removal of Greg Glassman from the organization. I just think that um, what, unfortunately, he's a... Um, you know, I, I've known him for a long time. I've been a, I'm, a, I'm an 11 to 12 year affiliate. Um, when this whole thing went down, I called him on Sunday um, when the Floyd 19 went public. I called him and had a 35 minute conversation with him. And I, I said, Greg, I'm confused, can you help me? And he walked me through it. Um, and then the next day I called him up and I said, Greg, I'm, I'm disaffiliating. And I wanted to explain to him why. Um, unfortunately at this situation, um, the, the way I would become, come back to the community is if he was no longer um, a part of it. Um, Jonesy asks, how do your athletes feel about your decision? Um, so I'm not gonna, I, I'm not gonna speak for my, my, uh, the elite athletes, um, that being Kat, Cole, Brooke, and Amanda. Um, uh, they have their own platforms that they can speak on. Um, for, my, for my actual members, um, I've had an outpouring of support. Um, 
the questions, the hard questions do come up about like, okay, if we're not CrossFitters, what are we? And we, we've had those conversations. So what I did, just may, it might help other people, is um, um, we did a, essentially a affiliate gathering where we came to the parking lot. We all went to the parking lot, six feet apart with masks on. We had 100 members show up to that. We Zoomed it live. Unfortunately, we didn't know how many people were going to show up. It capped out at another 100, so we had 200 people watching this. And I just walked them through the decision and why we were doing this and then answered all the hard questions I could to create a level of stability and um, to, to quell the rumor mill and so that they understood my decisions and my motives and that it wasn't um, initiated off of one single tweet, Floyd19. It ran a little bit deeper than that. Own Your Life Mike just asked, for my training, I identify, I identify as a CrossFit open athlete. That's how I judge my fitness. That's what I train for. What now? How can I regain a new why as an owner we are disaffiliating? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I think we have to see how this thing pans out, Mike. Um, if um, Greg's gone and the ideals of which he's representing now no longer represent the sport and the community and the affiliates at large, you could probably continue on the path that you are on and, and continue to be an open athlete and you don't lose your identity. What we need right now is to be able to take a little bit of a breath, not jump to conclusions and not jump to um, what does this mean for me in the long run? Just see how this thing pans out a little bit. Things are moving extremely fast. We could be in a completely different climate um, with a whole bunch of different information in just 48 hours. So I'll just say what we've always said is um, choose to respond to this situation and um, not react instinctively right now. Um, but I get the plight. I get that it's the same it's the same question my members are asking is if I'm this is my identity, this is what I do, this is who I am. It's me. Like I I mean, this is what I've done for the better part of my adult life. Um, I, I get it. If I'm not a CrossFit coach, if I'm not a CrossFit affiliate owner, if I'm not a coach to elite CrossFit athletes, what am I? Let, let's, um, let's answer that question in a, in a week or two. Um, what do you think will happen to the games going forward? The question is, what do I think will happen to the games going forward? Um, I think the games for this year, uh, my honest opinion is, um, this is again for, this is just my opinion. Um, I think the games are in jeopardy. Um, I think the athletes are in a group of incredibly value-driven, moral people that are gonna have a hard time supporting less than what this thing used to represent, which was hard work and community. Um, that's just my opinion. Uh, what are your thoughts uh, on the recent changes at HQ? Um, so the question is, what are my thoughts on the recent changes at HQ, which I'm assuming, um, I think that there's three kind of, there's maybe four changes. The first one is um, many of the HQ staff have disaffiliated their own, um, their own affiliates. There's been an exodus of um, staff um, resignations, um, including most notably Nicole Carroll, who is seen in the community as one of the, the incredible, incredible people that we all emulate and we could all, if we could all be a little bit more like Nicole. Um, the fact that she resigned and she is, if you guys have watched it, she's one of the original nasty girls. She was a original um, uh, athlete of Greg Glassman's. Um, her resigning, I think speaks volumes. Um, and then the other changes um, being Greg Glassman's resignation. Um, the first ones I think speak volumes that, that, that so many people are, uh, are, are choosing actions to speak louder than their words and they're disassociating themselves with the brand. Um, I think that speaks a lot. Um, 
The next one, and these are the people that are in, on the inside. Um, this is my, the next one is um, the changes in terms of Greg resigning. Um, I don't think is a change. I think it's a, a, a move, move of initials. He went from CEO to 100% owner and stakeholder. He went from CEO to chairman of the board. Um, in my mind, that's not, there's not a change. He, there's been other CEOs of CrossFit in the past. So I don't see how this is a change. Uh, Joe Musselup just asked. Joe Musselup. Uh, do you believe de-affiliating actually makes the community smaller? What does this mean for potential new members? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, so the question is, do you believe that um, de-affiliating makes the community smaller? It depends on what you mean by the community. Um, so uh, does it make your individual community smaller? Um, potentially in the short run, but in the long run, if nothing changes, um, I don't think it's going to do much to change the size of your community because of a lot of different reasons. Um, in terms of the community at large, yeah, um, yes. I mean, the, the pride and joy was that there's 15,000 affiliates. There's not 15,000 affiliates now, so the community is smaller. Now, what the community represents in terms of constantly varied function moves at high intensity, what it, what it represents in terms of inclusivity and pureness and work ethic and willing to do hard things, uh, it doesn't make that smaller at all. Dingo Varney just asked a question similar to one you answered previously. Um, for people who are training CrossFit and have the open and regionals as goals with no certain road for CrossFit, um, what would you suggest for goal setting for athletes now moving forward? Yeah, so the question is for athletes that are training for the Open, training for the Games, with the changing landscape, what do you, what do you suggest cha uh, changing in terms of um, training for now? Don't change anything. Nothing. Keep doing what you're doing. I, I kind of showed it in the beginning, but Katrin's working out right now. Like, um, this doesn't change you, who you are, your identity, your goals. We are not after accolades, awards, podiums. We are after fulfillment. You want to pursue what fulfills you. So if being the hardest worker in the room is what fulfills you, go and be the hardest worker in the room. It doesn't matter the platform or where you get to present that. It's you and your own fulfillment. Chase it. Ben Downton just asked. Ben, what's up? Do you think there will be a stigma around the sport of CrossFit for the general public who just want to get fit, help, uh, healthy, and have fun? So do I think there will be a stigma around CrossFit for the general public that just wants to get fit and have fun? Um, if nothing changes, yes. If things do change, I really hope not. Uh, let's see what's coming in. Um, uh, Evan's doing his best to try to catch these questions as they're coming through. Coach Tag just asked about um, what do you think of gym licensing out of the, licensing out their name to create a new umbrella of functional fitness versus staying with CrossFit and fixing the public's perception? Um, I guess the question is a new license to create a new a new thing versus just kind of wait it out. Mm -hmm. I, I would wait this thing out. I, I would wait this thing out and see what comes of it. Um, if Glassman steps down and the brand can be rectified, it we, can, we have a potential to come out of this thing with a rebirth and a re-centering of our values and fix some of the things that potentially might have been wrong. So when, when I'm having these conversations, I've I, I basically been on the phone from 
trying to listen to as many people as I can, um, the common thread is that there's a lot to change from creating greater diversity to um, more communication from, the, from HQ to affiliates to giving the athletes a voice. There's so much to change. So what we can do right now is to hope for that change and don't jump ship. You can disaffiliate if you want to, but you can come back. Is um, I don't think it's right now about trying to create the um, jump onto the next thing. Right now it's about taking a breath, seeing how this thing plays out, and then from there, choosing your decisions wisely. Um, did you see the Andy Stump video, and do you have any thoughts on that? Um, I did. I listened to the Andy Stump podcast this morning. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to um, let that sink in a little bit and let it kind of digest. Um, if you haven't watched the Andy Stump video, um, it's on, I believe, Morning Chalk Up. You can watch it or listen to it. Um, Andy Stump was, um, I know him. Um, he was uh, a former elite military guy, team guy. Um, he was a former L1 guy. He worked for CrossFit HQ for a very long time. He was Greg Glassman's um, pilot for a very long time. He saw a lot. His podcast basically um, shares some of the things that he's seen. So I suggest, I suggest people watch it. Um, what are your thoughts on a board of directors? I love it. So the question is, what are your thoughts on a board of directors? I think every organization, especially an organization this side, need, this size needs a board of directors. So essentially, uh, I'm going to take that next step further. What might that look like? Well, it would be great if it was represented by affiliate owners. Like affiliate owners are the lifeblood of this thing. CrossFit basically has three different arms, three different um, legs of the stool. There is the affiliates, there is the games, and there is training and certification. It'd be terrific if there was a board representation of each of those arms. Then from there, it would be great if the board also had some diversity and inclusivity into it in terms of, yes, race, but also regionally, not just the United States, all over the world. And yes, um, sexually, boys and girls and age and age of affiliates, new affiliates, young affiliates. Like, Let's create a board that truly represents the diversity, which is our community. That's super important to me. Uh, could you be direct with what the problem with CrossFit is? Uh, to be direct with what the, CrossFit, the problem with CrossFit is, it is uh, Greg Glassman being the 100% owner of it right now. Um, does he need to 100% divest his ownership to be viewed as out? In my opinion, um, Greg Glassman needs to divest 100% of his ownership in order for this thing to be fixed. Otherwise, what we're doing is we're representing. So let's say he goes down to 20%. And let's just say the affiliates buy it. Well, he has 20%, and then each affiliate has one 15th thousandth of it. He's still the majority owner. Even if you get a couple parties involved, 20% adds up pretty quickly. You, if you have four other partners, those all add up to 20%. He's still in control. Even re regardless of the control and the ownership of all that stuff, it's what Greg Glassman now represents in the public eye. That needs to be removed from what CrossFit represents because it's not what CrossFit represents. It's what Greg Glassman has been in the public eye been labeled as. That's what needs to change. 100%. Right. Um, Nick Del Signor asks... Um, Katrin working out. How would you recruit a new member if they walk into the gym 
and say they want to try CrossFit but are hesitant based on the controversy? Holy crap, that's a great question. Um, so the question is, how would you recruit a new member that walks in your gym um, and says, I'd, I'd like to try CrossFit, but I'm hesitant because of the controversy? I would um, lean on what you stand for, not what you believe HQ or a guy at HQ represents. Say, um, we, we totally understand your plight. We're struggling with the same exact issues. Um, what we represent is hard work, is humility, is um, dedication, is not taking shortcuts, is community, is inclusivity, is diversity, and lay out your values. You don't need to represent the values of one person at HQ. You are each your own entity, and that's the, that's the advantage we have as affiliates and not being a franchise. As a franchise, they tell you what you represent. As an affiliate, and the a beautiful model that he did give to us and pass down to us, we are free to do what we want with this thing. You can stand for anything, and you don't need to stand with his values. Okay, uh, we'll ask a couple more because we're getting right up to the half hour. Um, this one just came in. Blairman X4 asks, how would you ask your coaches to pursue professional development like other CPT courses if they don't want to pursue CF type education? Yeah, that's a, so the question is, how would you suggest your coaches pursue further education? Um, right now, I would, I, I would tell them just to hold off and let this thing pass by and see what happens. Um, I, my hope is that CrossFit comes through this thing because I love the CrossFit education model. I've been certified in over half a dozen other platforms and that nothing can hold a candle to what CrossFit has created in terms of the education, the trainer certification. Essentially, if you go through the ranks and you become a level four, um, you can hold that up against any train. I mean, it is, that is an incredible, incredible um, feather in your cap. I, I, am, I can, having not met you, I could point to someone and say, that's someone I trust as a leader in the space, go and train with them. No other certification program in the world could I do that with. So I really, really hope that we are able to pull through this thing and that doesn't change because otherwise I don't know the answer to it. Um, Jonesy just asked, how long do you feel that coaches such as yourself and boxes such as yours um, will take for the situation to change? Is there any time frame or scale? Yeah, so the question is um, how long will you guys wait around for it to change? Um, I didn't wait. I disaffiliated. I'm, I... I um, I announced that we are going to be disaffiliating. I haven't figured out. I haven't figured out the logistics of like, is that when it lapses? Does that mean I have to write a letter? I haven't. I haven't figured out the actual specifics of that. But I did not wait. Um, it's over. Uh, we disaffiliated. So now we're we're still doing Zoom classes with AMRAPs. We're still doing Zoom classes with thrusters and pull-ups. We're still talking to our members about eat, eating. Uh, meat and vegetables, nuts, seeds, little starch, no sugar. We're still asking them to keep intake levels to that which support exercise but not body fat. None of the methodology changes. We are still doing that. The thing that has changed is the thing that they represent, which is the name. So if the question then becomes, well, when do you decide to pull back? I've laid that out. It's when there's um, a 100% divestiture at the top. So we only have a couple minutes left for the half hour. Is there anything that you want to add to close out? We're not getting as many questions coming in. Yeah, it just said I'm heartbroken. I mean, honestly, that's what it comes down to. I fell in love. You know, as Greg Glassman said, it's like it's um, the magic is in the movements. And, you know, um, it's, the community is so powerful. It is. This community is so powerful. And what I hope is that um, 
we are able to stay together and support each other through this. What we don't need is more of the sensationalism. What we don't need is more of the, um, the bashing. What we don't need is more of the people trying to ask really vulnerable good questions and them getting crushed for, taking, for, for putting their, their heads out there for trying to learn. Let's continue to create a conversation. Let's listen to each other. Let's support each other and Let's try to make ourselves come through this on the other side. If we do that, nothing changes. In fact, we get better for it. We are more centered on what matters to us. This is what, this is what evolution is. This is what growth is. Nothing happens without pain. And what we can do is use this moment to learn and truly refocus on what it is we want to stand for and what we want this thing to look like going forward. So... I hope that you guys continue to support each other. Love you guys. Um, these are challenging times, but you guys are ready for this. Just be a little bit patient and also just lean on each other and support each other. I love you guys. Um, I hope to be in front of you guys before next Friday, but if not, next Friday, this time, every week, we get together and we chat about this. So see you guys then. You can get every episode of Chasing Excellence wherever you listen to your podcasts or on YouTube. Until next time, thank you for listening.